Welcome back to the History of North America Extra. I'm Mark Vinette. The Dead Letter. Chapter 28. Where did you learn to drive a bike like that? Julia asked. Where did you learn to kick like that? Wade countered. Minds racing, they quickly moved on, not waiting for answers to their questions. Are you sure he's not following us, David? I think we're okay. He looked back through the car's rear window. We're good. The morning sun was now strong, bright, and a nuisance for drivers. Julia put her sunglasses on. Noticing her, Wade did the same. Julia fought the urge to put her pedal to the metal, instead staying within the speed limits so as not to attract any undue attention. She followed Wade's verbal instructions towards the highway, without being told their next destination, but she knew they were traveling further northeastward into the heart of Old England. Wade called Inspector Compton and relayed all that had just transpired. They both surmised that the caller most likely died of a fatal dose of poison injected from the very syringe Julia had kicked from their attacker's hand possibly the same poison as was used to kill Walsingham. They both knew that Cantarella, once ingested, caused extreme coughing, rough, visceral, violent tussis from the trenches, resulting in blood spewed from the main facial orifice. Compton assured Wade that Scotland Yard would immediately inform the Oxford authorities about their attacker, and his department would also alert the highway patrols in the vicinity. Wade recalled that he had reacted badly, poorly, upon seeing the poison caller's bloody state. Julia didn't mention his moment of weakness, but he knew it had transpired and felt a mixed rush of embarrassment, frustration, and anger at being a vagal. Vasovagal synopt was a sudden loss of consciousness mediated by the vagus nerve. It occurred when the cranial vagus nerve was overreactive to certain triggers such as the sight of blood or experiencing severe pain or extreme emotional distress. When triggered, it caused a sudden drop in blood pressure. It was the most common type of fainting. As a youth, Wade's father had tried a dose of tough love by scolding him in order to toughen him up but doctors explaining that the condition was nature, not nurture, convinced his father to stand down and reluctantly accept his boy's weakness. Okay, David, this whole adventure has taken a scary turn. Tell me everything. What's going on? I think you know as much as I do, Julia, but I'll understand if you want out. No way. That's not what I meant. She snatched at a breath, bewildered then softened her tone. I'm in this with you till the end, but I just want to know everything. Wade sat in silence for a moment, turned his head to look out the window at the bovine grazing the pasture, and then began to explain. We're still looking for the gown. I have an obligation to my client. But it's clear that someone or some people don't want me to find it. Why? asked Julia. Why would anyone be willing to kill to stop this gown from being found? Wade listened, searched for an answer, but found none. 
he chose to remain silent. Julia turned to eye him and could see his brain working furiously. She could almost hear him retracing his thinking against unending puzzlement. My focus on Elizabeth has me at a dead end, he admitted. I feel like we're going around in circles. We've got to open a new window and let in a fresh breeze. A river wind that might carry us in an alternative direction. Julia again looked at Wade, this time utterly bemused. It's time to head towards the breach, Julia. Once more, onto the breach. She recognized the iconic line from the Once More Onto the Breach speech, a famous passage in Act 3, Scene 1 of Shakespeare's Henry V play. The siege of the French port of Harfleur in Normandy, France, was a military action which occurred during the Hundred Years' War at the beginning of the Agent Court campaign. The siege began on August 18, 1415, and ended on September 22nd, when the town surrendered to the English. In Shakespeare's account, King Henry delivers a rousing speech to his soldiers at the climactic moment during the battle when the defensive walls of Harfleur were finally breached by English cannon. Julia smiled to herself. She now knew where they were headed. The West Midlands market town and civil parish of the county of Warwickshire on the River Avon. Stratford-upon-Avon. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you enjoyed the listen. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.